Are you kidding me? Did we did we make it a whole year doing this? Happy podcast anniversary. You dang right. That's one year of the I Married We podcast. It also perfectly coincides with episode 50. What is something we can do special to celebrate, do you think? Oh, I don't know. Talk about one of our favorite shows. Hmm. I don't think we've ever mentioned it before, though. No. In case you haven't listened and don't know, it's Yu Yu Hakusho. We're going to be talking about it season by season. And also, if you haven't been listening, this is the I Married a Weeb podcast. I'm Danielle, and I'm married to this weeb over here. I'm Tom. That's my name. <laughs> and we're celebrating our one year anniversary of doing this podcast. And we're going to talk about season one of Yu Yu Hakusho today. I think in order to give this show the time it needs, splitting it up by seasons, a smart move. Because this show doesn't wait. Even season one feels like three little mini arcs. And we'll get into that. Now, this is a classic anime for all you youngins who's out here. My Hero Academia. I love this show. Well, guess what? Yu Yu Hakusho is better. And can we even call back even further? Go for it. To the creator of Yu Yu Hakusho, Yoshihiro Togashi. Mm -hmm. And he is also the original creator of, oh, one of our second favorite animes, Hunter Hunter. Absolutely. And also the man who's under, I couldn't even imagine how much stress. The poor guy is trying to continue Hunter Hunter. And the fans are just like, where is our issue? Where is our issue? Do you know how much do you know how much pressure is on that man? And he's had some medical issues too. So you guys need to back off. Yeah, exactly. We all want the next arc, but at the same time, it was a beautiful little end at Hunter Hunter. Could just end there. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I always want more, but I can live with it. That's right. And uh we can't we can't not mention him and not say that he is married. This is the most powerful couple living in the anime manga world, married to the creator of Sailor Moon. It's just too cute. It's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. And as someone who grew up, obviously, in the 90s with Sailor Moon, and now knowing as I got into anime that they were married, it's, it's sweet. It is. It's goals. I don't know how. I'm not going to be making no manga. Sorry. Are you going to make manga? No. <laughs> okay. Well then, yeah, not goals. We're just going to keep doing our own thing, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, this, this one was a, a favorite of mine forever. Watch coming home, watching this on Toonami. I'm not sure if it have, was always just that. I don't think they played it in the middle of the night on Adult Swim, but I can't, I can't properly remember that. So I, I feel mm. like the language in the show could definitely be on Adult Swim. Yeah. But I never watched Adult Swim. If I did, it was when I was much older when Bleach was kind of going around. I did catch a couple episodes here and there when I would be babysitting. Mm, yeah, the only time you'd actually watch it. How dare you? <laughs> and it was always in the middle of something. I never knew it was happening, but it looked really cool. Absolutely. So before we actually get fully, fully into that show, I would like to let's reminisce a little bit on the podcast itself. Go a little bit of anniversary on there. Mm -hmm. So. Within the first year, we've been absolutely ecstatic, the amount of attention. This might not sound like a lot to most, but within one year, we have about 4,700 
listens. So if that's one of you who keeps coming back, thank you. Just killing it, crushing it. I, I, again, might not be the most, but it's certainly the amount that we have, and I'm happy about that. That includes some very, I mean, we're, we're global at this point, okay? We've got about 8% of our listens coming from both Canada and Poland. Who would have known? Love you guys. <laughs> we got Germany, India, Sweden, United Kingdom, Mexico, Philippines, Japan, Norway. We can go through them all. And then the weird little one-offs, we have, we have some from, we have one listen from Slovenia, <laughs> one from Greece, Guatemala, Kenya, the Dominican Republic, Madagascar. I didn't even know. Remember that movie with the, uh, the animals? <laughs> with the penguins. Oh, man. You think it was a penguin? <laughs> How awesome. No, it's been, it's been absolutely fun. We're enjoying putting these out each week, I think. Now, can you refresh my memory? No. What? <laughs> oh, sorry. Too soon. Go ahead. About what? What our most listened to podcast episode is. Yes. Let me give you the top 10. Watch Tojo. <laughs> uh, we've got. Are our, our, our most listened to. It now, doesn't can I surprise guess? me. Oh, go for it. Is it um, Bunny Girl Senpai? It is. Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, episode 24, released on September 1st of 2020. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Episode two being Sub versus Dub, mm-hmm. which that kind of makes me a little nervous because I don't think we have much. Who has any say on that fight right there? You just choose what you like and you do it, but hey, that's you know true. What? And we have high opinions here. Yeah, I guess the word versus really got in there. Anyways, third highest, Tonakawa over the moon for you. We're two for two on the slice of life romance. Absolutely. Right now. Let's go to episode. Uh, the fourth most listened to is Your Lie in April. Oh, three for three. Okay. Yep. So actually, two in our top four were actually released this year as opposed to last year. So those were just crushing it. Then we have, I'm just going to rip through these. Then we go Netflix it or nix it. Anime Radar teasing Takagi as well as Kaguya-sama, I believe featuring. That had Michael, I think. The King. Then we had Plastic Memories. Top cool anime characters. Kakagurui season one and two. And then The Promised Neverland. So what I can tell with you weebs out there, you guys like the mushy-gushy stuff, and that warms my heart. Yeah, what are you, mushy-gushies? And maybe a little kinky, because you, you like kakagurui, too. <laughs> hey, listen, <laughs> when the gambling's going. No, so I do, I mean, reading through that, I do miss when we did, granted, a lot of these are just shows, but I do miss doing some, like, top cool characters. We're going to end up bringing some of those back this upcoming year, I think, but. Yeah, we've got wrapped, we got wrapped up over the past year of doing a lot of themed shows about shows we're watching, obviously. Themed shows about shows we're watching. <laughs> That's one Words. way. Words are hard. <laughs> I went to art school, okay? <laughs> yeah, both, and I can't even correct you because I did too. Uh, but yeah, what a great year. What was one of your favorite episodes that we recorded? Honestly, and... It's probably just because it's something that happens even when I just get drunk. But talking Dragon Ball is like, I love doing that. So that episode was solid. I love every time we have a guest as well. So Joe, Michael, it, yeah, it's always fun. And we're going to hopefully have one of our buddies, Andrew, on as well. 
one of my favorite episodes we recorded, as you said, when we have a guest on, I really enjoyed the Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt episode because Joe was a hoot and a half. And I love, obviously, our G Gundam episode are probably my two. The two Gundams are, I, when I think about episodes we've recorded, I always think of those. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that fun? Cool. Well, any, anything else you'd like to say about the first the first year here? I want to know what your favorite show was that you watched from 2020. Okay, well, that's tough. Well, I already know what I'm going to say. So I'll let you fester, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> thinking about. <laughs> you calling me fester? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Obviously. My favorite show I watched. Go ahead. From 2020. Oh, Can you guess? Yeah. Villainous. Yes. It's I so love easy. Villainous. Oh my gosh. It's so cute. I can't wait for season two. I'm so excited. I think my favorite. And does a season two count? Sure. See, I said show. Okay. Perfect. I'm going to go with Fire Force. Yep. That was a ride. Yep. Very much enjoy that. And it's certainly up there in my my list of things and i liked jujutsu kaisen even though that's super super recent but probably those two i think those were just just great wouldn't you say oh absolutely oh so good anyways that's enough of that you guys have <laughs> made it this far let's talk yu yu Hakusho, huh? yeah they clicked on the episode because they want to listen to stuff about you well, that's just it so. they're not they're, they're probably like all right you two we don't care how long you've been doing this. Either tell us about the show or buzz off. So in this case, just a quick synopsis for those who have not listened. And then once that happens, we do not owe you guys anything. We're not going to say spoiler alert. We're not going to do none of that. No sorries. No sorries here. We've been doing this a year. We're basically veterans. I don't freaking know. <laughs> but the plot here for you, Yuhaku Show, is a 14-year-old Yusuke Yurameshi is a little bit of a bad boy. Kind of gets in fights at schools, all this. A little bit of a delinquent. Well, A little bit. <laughs> okay, he's quite the delinquent. One day we have a fateful event where he's walking home and he does something very out of character. A little kid kicks his ball and it's going right into the street. And Yurameshi is like, you know what? I, I need to do something about this. And he goes full isekai mode. And he just runs in front of the car to save the kid. And no, no, he doesn't go and get transported to another world. Except for he kind of does. He gets to now see a different part of the world, and that's spirit world, where we've got demons, spirits, and the like. Season one, kind of centered around, one, can he get his body back? And two, what's he going to have to do if he does, in fact, do that? Yeah, and all that it takes for him to be the Earth's new spirit detective. Yeah. So that's the synopsis. I cannot recommend this enough, and I know that you guys know that I can't recommend this enough. It's a classic. It's got that nice art style that just gives you the nostalgic feeling. It also has one of the best, and granted we won't be talking about it today, one of the best tournament arcs of all time. And don't you dare take my word on that. Everyone says it, okay? You go to top tournament arcs, it's yep. always up there. Preach. It's it. This is a show that needs to be in your repertoire, along with Hunter Hunter. The man who created this show deserves a kiss on his forehead. Gently, <laughs> let your mustache tickle his eyebrows. 
Do you understand? And you're talking about bests. Mm -hmm. Can we also say one of the best dubs? This is something we watched dub. Justin Cook, give that man a medal. He is a saint. He is. Justin Cook, you also have a very, maybe not early, early, but you have Chris Sabat of Vegeta, All Might, you name it, fame. And he crushes it as Kuwabara, which actually in that, that's where I give him credit. You wouldn't know that this was Chris Sabat until you knew it was Chris Sabat, mm -hmm. you know? A lot of lovely, lovely voice oh, acting. I'm oh, sorry. Go for uh, it. Genkai is Frieza. Hello. Hello, which is true. So we've got some, we got some good people in it. It's a joy to watch in English. A lot of the jokes still absolutely, the, the chemistry of the cast, solid. I would eventually like to watch it in Japanese, but at the same time, I don't know. If this it, is one that is cemented. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Ain't that the truth? Now, keeping it just with season one, we're going to kind of go through a little bit of things that happened, kind of what we enjoyed, and that'll be that. I think that's not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Do you want to tell me what was maybe one of your favorite moments from this season? One of my favorite moments. Mm -hmm. um, I do enjoy when Yusuke is laying in bed. He's in his ghost form because mm -hmm. he hasn't been relocated in his body yet and he's kind of trying to talk to Keiko you know make sure my mom doesn't cremate my body because obviously he needs it mm -hmm. and him speaking to her and their relationship throughout the whole show is I don't want to say tumultuous but <laughs> he's um he does some things where she should not like him but he is he is endearing and charming when he wants to be but I love the little moment when he's kind of sleepy in bed and Keiko's watching over him. And she, I think she notices that maybe he's warm or something like that. And she gives him a little kiss mm -hmm. and he needs the kiss too. To, True to wake back up. Mm -hmm. So that was, I like that part. It's cute. I also enjoyed when Yusuke goes through his training period with Genkai mm -hmm. and he's got a balance on the point. And his potty mouth to Genkai, I'm surprised she doesn't kill him on the spot. <laughs> true, but she gives it back. That's true. Their relationship is one of the best from shows that I've seen at the very least. One of my favorite teacher-student relationships. So good. And just builds the relationship throughout the show. She's such a, she's a peach. She seems rude, but she's great. <laughs> she has gone through a lot. So there's <laughs> and she puts Yusuke through a lot hovering over a spike with his finger. Hey, Polly, she's got to whip this 14 year old into shape somehow. <laughs> so true. And I think a year has gotten you a little bit, you know, you want to steal the show suddenly. But I'd have to say one of my favorite moments, Danielle, thank you for asking, <laughs> is going to have to be episode one. One of my favorite moments is the moment he's hit by the car. He's dead and talking to Botan. And he's like, well. You know, I lost my life, but at least I saved that kid's life. And Bowdine goes, oh, yeah, no, uh, no, he he wouldn't have died. <laughs> and so you realize within episode one that our main character literally died for nothing. <laughs> I don't know another show that could just put such a uh, heartbreaking thing, but also make it lovely and funny. The introduction of Kuwabara, 
and all of the crew is also lovely. It's just beautifully paced of just going through and meeting them. Bah, 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 bah. Love it. There's certainly some parallels and you can see where our boy uh, Yosha Hiro took kind of things that he had made during Yu Yu Hakusho and then improved on some things a lot for you uh, for Hunter Hunter. But then there's also like dynamics that are very much the same. Those happen a little bit later on in Yu Yu Hakusho, kind of the enemy slash teacher. So Taguro, Yusuke, and then you have Hisoka and Gon. So there's kind of, he's got some niches and he sticks with them and we don't mind it. And definitely expands on the tournament arc aspect in Hunter Hunter. <laughs> oh boy, does he an entire island on that action. I feel like it feels like a tournament arc for all of Greed Island, even though it isn't, I know. But the tower thing was cool too. Mm-hmm. How fun. Yeah. I love that show too. Me too. We'll talk about that maybe on our 15th year. <laughs> oh gosh, something. we have to wait that long? No, probably not. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not making any promises. Hey, tell me, tell me another one, huh? Oh man, I'm grasping at straws here. Are you freaking kidding me? I do love Karama's backstory. Karama's my boy. Absolutely. He's husbando material. And I love his transition from... I'm this bad demon trying to escape, going to embody this pregnant woman, ends up being born as a human. <laughs> and now the most humble dude in the yard. He loves his human mama. He's a mama's boy. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Karama's actually on his way. We ordered a, a figure of him ages ago. Just waiting for that to come on through. I think, I think he might be the next one we get, but I don't think it's until June. And mm. I think the last two we ordered come in July. So look out for those. Absolutely. You post a couple pictures, do all that. Wait, where the frick would we post those though? <gasps> we do. We have an Instagram. I mean, we <laughs> pod on Instagram. Go ahead and look that up. We post on there occasionally and you can comment, talk to us and all that good stuff. Well, you know where you really can talk to us? What? Discord. We, we That's have... right. Yeah. You didn't know? No, I had I'm no idea. I'm on it all the time. Oh my. If you're God. actually on the Discord, you know that it's really hard for me to <laughs> be on there but i try yeah, <laughs> tries occasionally. yes we also have a discord that can be found at imarriedweed.com go ahead join it talk to us and listen there's a section that says read the rules and click the reaction we have so many people joining not reading and then dipping that's fine i think it's a great litmus test. we don't want you around if you can't read okay <laughs> But just come on, let's let's get this thing working. And if you don't know what the reaction is, it's the smiley face with the confetti thing in its mouth. That's true. The, you click uh, on that. The little party kazoo. There you go. The pazoo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So now, would you say Karam is your favorite character from this show? Oh. I know, loaded question. I know it. Man, because there's villains in the show, not in season one yet, but other villains that end up being favorites. Well, we're talking season one, so don't you dare. No, I know. I'm, that's why I'm not going to bring and it I, up. I know. But I would say Karama, yes. Obviously, Hiei has to be on that list. Yep. Because, damn. So you're just saying all four of the homies, although you don't like Kuwabara. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I like Kuwabara because he obviously cares about his friends. Mm -hmm. Definitely does a lot of self-sacrificing. Honor. Is at the top of his priority list. Yes. And kittens. And kittens and Yukina. Yukina. Now there's another stunner in the show. 
who would have known that the hard boy he ate himself has a cute little sweetie pie for his sister. Yeah. And and wants to kill Kuobara when he finds out that she, he has a crush on his sister. Yeah. But yeah, it's a it's a hard tie because you have it's like the yin yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Kuobara and Hiei, or um, I'm sorry, Kurama and Hiei. Yeah. You have someone who's despicably evil and doesn't really come <laughs> around to Yusuke's mentally like his side until the end of the show. You always have to question his loyalty mm-hmm. to some point. And then you have Kurama who, because he has human parents, he has something obviously to fight for in human world. True. So it's hard. Who would you say your favorite character is? Honestly, I just, the development of Yusuke throughout the show is so phenomenal. And that even includes season one. I think as generic as it is, the main front runner of this show is my favorite. But if I had to pick a secondary, it's going to be EA every time. Mm-hmm. The Juganai, he turns ugly during this season. Okay. During that warehouse, he turns very ugly. Luckily, we don't see that too often. But later on, when he gets a certain move during a certain tournament, and boy, if you haven't seen this and we're prompting it and you get to season two and you're love, listen, the dark tournament arc is it. It's it. It's everything. And then it keeps going. And we get another tournament arc later in the show that's a little bit more disappointing. There is a lot of people who actually say that they're quite disappointed with the ending of Yu show. And I can understand it, but I also can't because it, it was a nice little bow at the end of it, I think. Mm-hmm. I think we should also talk about one of the other heavy hitters with this show is actually going to be a song by Matsuko Mawatari. And that's going to be the opening track called Smile Bomb. And I dare you. I urge you to try and get five episodes deep and not have that stuck in your head. (laughs) So freaking good. You want to talk about one I don't skip off, and it's actually this one, because then I'll just, you know, I'll make excuses. Danielle, actually, I got to go get a glass of water. Just let it run. This one in the Fire Force, we oh. usually let it run because those intros slap. Absolutely. This is one of those things, and a little story about Yu Yu Hakusho, and this is just how stupid of a young kid I was. I remember growing up, my dad, he's got his business. That's great. And there would just be random people who would come hang out and all that good stuff. Well, one time there was this guy, we called him Corky. Now, this is going to go over most people's heads because no one cared about this movie and it sucked. But we called him Corky because there was a 2001 flick called Corky Romano. And this dude who came to the shop, he was a regular. He looked like Chris Kattan from that and yada yada. Now, he overheard that I liked anime. and He goes, oh, I've got all of you Hakusho on DVD. First off, blew my mind because I'm like, wait, an adult? <laughs> He, he has this show that I like. So he gave me the box for the first couple seasons, like two boxes. My head being a young kid, I'm like, wow, he's just giving these to me. What a sweet, what a sweetheart. And then, um, yeah, then like a month goes by and I'm watching these things religiously. And then my dad comes and he's like, yeah, hey, you know, blah, 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 wants his stuff back. I'm like, oh, and I handed it back to my dad and the disappointment in my heart. It wasn't mine. But being young, I thought it was mine. Adults can't do that to kids. I know. Because we don't understand. Here's the the thing. He probably said, do you want to borrow these? And I took that as, yes, I'm taking these. I I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Nevertheless, I freaking own it now. And that's what's great. 
I thought you were going to say that your dad spun it where he knew you wanted it. So he basically made the guy sell them to him to buy it for you. <laughs> that was not no. the ending to that story I was no, expecting. No. Now, but this is what's kind of interesting too is so this show actually aired over here in 2002. That's 10 year difference between the original airing in Japan. Talk about was the worth, was the weight worth it? Not the worth weight it. That doesn't make any sense. Now, couple things to know about season one we get three major parts as i was kind of mentioning one the he did dark <laughs> which is just him trying to get his stuff back sweet moments in that including sacrificing the egg as you had mentioned to save keiko we also had just kind of the very deep realization and this is one of those first anime that kind of had a little bit more of an emotional tug with me because Dragon Ball Z, oh, Goku's a dumb boy. Oh, look, he's an alien. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> this, with the main character dead within episode one, and then he's kind of got this mindset of, well, no one cared about me because he's this delinquent. That's probably why he was acting out at school. Mm. And within the first couple episodes, he then actually sees his biggest rival at school, this girl that he's known for a while that he thought didn't even care about him. His mom, who, listen, his mom's a little bit of an alcoholic. That's okay. Whatever. She could be a little bit more attentive. But yeah, he thought she didn't care at all. And with his death and going to his own wake, imagine that. People talk about that. Imagine if you can go to your own. No, thanks. I'll watch Yusuke do it. And the principal of the school, I thought, was really a really touching part because the principal of his school is the only one who... He's obviously going to be stern with the kids, mm -hmm. but at the same time, kind of sticks up for them when he needs to. Usually the adults in the school program in anime are absentee. <laughs> yeah. And in the case, you get the best of both worlds with this because that the principal also has a clutch moment of helping with Kuwabara later on because teacher is being an absolute jerk and trying to get Kuwabara to fail and all this stuff. Oh, that episode, whew, so angry at that guy. Mm -hmm. I do like the voice actor for that mean teacher, though. Yeah. Got that kind of grumble to him. But he stepped in clutch there. And then, yes, he also had his sweet regards at the wake. It's just charming to see a main character kind of understand how wrong he was for a lot of things and then instantly start his development from there. Because, yeah, he ends up coming back to life and now he's got to be the spirit detective. But now he understands there's a lot of things he needs to defend, which is good. Good. Good by me. Mm -hmm. And keep peeping at Keiko's panties under her skirt. <laughs> yeah, he does that. And that's how you know this one's from the 90s. Hey, but you know what? Keiko beats the ever-loving shit out of Yusuke, so that's fine. The only woman who can... Right? What an interesting relationship between these two, but it works so perfectly. <laughs> and you know they're going to be happy into the future. And yes. And actually, oh man, we keep doing ties, but one last thing. Our main four, actually minus one of the characters, I can't remember who's missing from the bunch. But in Hunter Hunter, we've got Killua's chubby brother, who's an absolute jerk, and we don't like him. But in the back of his room, like some of the scenes, you go into his room, and on the back shelf, you can actually see some of the homies from the squad sitting back there on the shelf. So that's kind of freaking sick nasty. Mm -hmm. You also have, and I know this is getting away from season one, I don't give a hoot 50 episodes deep. You know us now. 
we get a little appearance of poo as a keychain on a cell phone in Hunter Hunter. Yep. So, oh, I freaking love it. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. So that's kind of the first bit. Very much enjoy that. And then after he is, now it's spirit detective time and he instantly has to recover the, uh, these three items from the quote unquote three monsters who are going to be Hiei, Kurama, and Gokai. Gokai, he's a chump. We don't care about him. There's a reason he gets slain. Okay. The other two, look at that development of an enemy. That only took two episodes for them to kind of go from, yeah, whatever. We want to end things to, all right, fine. You want some help? Sure. <laughs> he don't want to help, but he's going to. Yeah. Oh, it's exhausting how much I like this show. And I hope, I hope you guys at least somewhat like this show too. So that one's kind of fun. You get some interesting aspects to it. You get Keiko taken hostage and listen. Doesn't happen often, and I'm glad because we don't like that. Actually, no, that she's used several times because even in season one, they use her as a hostage with the whistle later too. Mm. I'm I'm just surprised, as you said. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but in the tournament arc in season two, huh? how is Keiko and Botan and for that Botan matter, yeah. and uh, Kubara's sister able to walk around <laughs> in this? Exactly. Demon arena and nothing happens to them. That still boggles my mind. Right. I loved her introduction into the show actually as well. Kuobara's sister. Talk mm. about a cool older sister. Yep. You can realize why Kuobara is such a punk. <laughs> actually, wouldn't that be kind of fun? Mm. Give me your best. You're a meshy. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> here it is. Channeling my inner Kuobara. You're a mushy. See, I can't do it. I'm yeah. a girl. I can't. My vocal okay. cords don't go that well. That could well. have been an anime teen. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Pre-puberty, cool, Barra. All right, I do it awful, but here we go. You're a mushy. <laughs> I like that you sound like Joey. Joey Wheeler. Yeah, everything turns into Joey. Joey Wheeler. You sound Why like, does it happen? sound like someone from the Bronx or something. Hey, guys, send us your you're a mushies on Discord. <laughs> so stupid. Anyways. This has so many quotable moments. And one of the most iconic super moves. Come on, spirit gun. Hullies. Uh, Such a powerhouse of a move that they talk about it in multiple animes to this day. They just mentioned it in you. Oh my gosh. In Jujutsu Hakusho, Tom, what is your problem? <laughs> no, in Jujutsu Kaisen. Yep. He's laying there and he mentions, I thought I could just. Uh... <laughs> Man. I like shows that respect other shows. Mm-hmm. It's nice to have little Easter eggs like that. That's a good little transition, too. Speaking of an in-real-life Easter egg, can you guys believe this has nothing to do with Easter eggs, by the way? Stupid. We actually just started our manga collection. Yes. First time of forever. So Daniel was going to Borders and said, you know what? Listen, I think it's time. The homies on Discord are showing us. We've got a little sh little manga area where we can talk about it and stuff. And we had uh, Milos who said, oh, look, I managed to get volume zero of Jujutsu Kaisen. It lit a fire. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Now I want that. Because I also want to read that before the movie comes out. Mm -hmm. So she rolls up. She did a little bit of recon, too, because there, there was no Jujutsu volume zero at the Barnes and Noble where we where she went. Instead, she had to ask the cashier 
which she had already told. Well, you know what? You tell them. Why am I telling? You go for it. Well, first off, can I say I spent an hour in Barnes and Noble, just in the manga section, trying to figure out what I wanted. True. Cross-referencing if they even had it, because if it wasn't in this section, maybe it was on a different table. I hate when they do that. Sure. Anywho, so finally picked up what I wanted to get. Go to the cashier counter. I had a nice young gentleman and I said, yo, can you just double check for me? Make sure you don't have any of this issue zero. Do-do-do. Oh yeah, we got one in receiving. Do you want it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, bro, of course. And are you kidding me? The chick just greeted you with, yo, of course she <laughs> wants this manga. She's young and hip. <laughs> but what did the other woman say too? Oh, so I was, we were also looking for Chainsaw Man because we've been hearing the hype. We're listening. We're trying to get into it. I asked the gentleman after he took like 10 minutes to find Jujutsu Kaisen for me in the back. I said, I'm so sorry. I should have asked you this before you went in the back room. <laughs> oh, you did him dirty. But do you have any of Chainsaw Man issue one? And three registers down doing whatever she was doing chimed in with, no, we don't have any. You don't even need to look. Three people have already asked me today. <laughs> And it's like, you just said, whoa, 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 cool it, woman. First <laughs> off, don't eavesdrop. I wasn't talking to you. Yeah, seriously, get a life, I was talking woman. to my bro over here. Just kidding. She's just living her life. Bless her heart. So I ended up walking out that day with a, what I didn't expect, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume Zero. And I also picked up Full Metal Alchemist. I'm sorry, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist. That's my favorite thing from that show. Every time it cuts to its little mid-roll, like it just cuts to a picture. And I don't know how long they do it, but season one for sure is just like. I feel like they do it the whole time. Maybe, but oh, there's shit. such a super intense moment, something super depressing happening. Then it cuts to a cute little image, not a cute image, but just a generic image. And then Full Metal Alchemist. A couple seconds is in. Full Metal Alchemist. Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Except I did notice we were watching it on Netflix. Was it on Netflix? Maybe. We were watching it and they only do it one time. Now, if you own it or watch it on Crunchyroll. Is this one of those Berenstein Berenstein? Did <gasps> they ever do it twice? No. No, I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. You always good. made fun Thank of you. it. Yeah, I do. I don't make fun of it. It's, I make fun of it in the way that it's, a sibling makes fun of the other thing. Yeah. The other thing. It's just comical. <laughs> you know, otherwise known as a sibling. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, and speaking of manga, I have mentioned on this podcast, I am currently reading Tokyo Ghoul. I am past chapter 100. Wow. We have officially started the anime. And may I say, I'm not entirely thrilled with the art style. There's something questionable drawings and stuff that that happened that I'm not a fan of but in comparison to the manga it is pretty darn close and I am enjoying it so far yeah I heard it's got quite the fall off eventually so I'm just enjoying it well it's good hopefully maybe it doesn't have a fall off maybe I enjoy it but I've heard things mm -hmm. I've I've heard things too that's why I'm I'm glad I'm reading it and not just watching it because I want the full experience absolutely and I love the little bit of coddling we got to enjoy when we tried to open it up on Funimation. And it says, you have to log in online and allow us to know that you are going to let yourself watch mature content. 
dude, I'm paying you. Just show me the show. <laughs> Granted, first episode, there was plenty of blood. I mean, blood. I just thought whenever you see the main screen talk about sensitive content, you usually uh, relate that to uh, some other stuff. Yes. Yeah, we're not going to mention it. SAO so, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the thing that SAO likes to do. So, <laughs> and so does Goblin Slayer, and so Oof. does Redo oh, of Healer, do you that know what? kind of stuff. Goblin Goblin Slayer was the most assaulting I think my eyeballs have ever watched in anime Tell you so what, far. The goblins, they drew them just, you don't like them. That was rough. And I think it's rougher being a girl. You want to talk That's about like rough? Imagine swinging a sword, hitting the top of the cave, and then just thinking, well, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> and the dude just straight gets demolished. Ugh, yeah. That, crazy. Ooh, thinking about that episode. That Danielle, stop thinking about it. What are you thinking about it for? You brought it up. Oh, well, that's my fault then. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard of Yu Yu Hakusho season one? The show we're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, we are talking about that. <laughs> Tell you what. Love not only the spirit gun, but Kuwabara's spirit sword. Yes, the naming conventions, not the best. Rose Whip. For Rose instance. Whip, potentially. <laughs> but all of it is absolved after you hear of, uh, you know, Dragon of the Darkness Flame. I think his, um, Hiei's Eye has a pretty cool name too. The Jagan Eye. The Jagan, I mean. It is cool. It's pretty dope. And then you've got his sister who can cry things that the mafia wants. Talk about a very ugly character. The, the main guy <laughs> who ends up taking her hostage. What was his name? Yeah, that fat guy. Um, oh, I remember. Tarukane. First off, kind of, well, it's kind of a cool name, actually. It's pretty cool. His, his looks and personality, not so much. No, he's, he's like a meatball. <laughs> his skin is just coming out at the top of his suit. Tell you what, not a good gambler either, but you know who is a good gambler, Daniel? Sakyo. Oh, synergy. Synergy. What are we married? <laughs> yeah, uh, Sakyo is something else, and I believe you're a little infatuated. He's fine. It give me an anime character with long legs, like a spider, I'm in. So, yeah, Jack Skellington status. <laughs> yeah. You know what else I've noticed with your liking of anime men they're usually bad <laughs> no well one long hair are you telling me something <laughs> do you not like my short short hair no honey your head is perfect the way it, hey you have a head that can actually support a a buzz a, a number one buzz cut not actually, many I think people we're down to a half Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a very interesting day. Danielle's like, should we do half? I think she was just testing me because we've got the clippers at home and I'm not paying for no haircut. What are you out of your mind? <laughs> so she goes, let's do the half. She does one line up the back of my head and I hear her go, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, first off, one, if you're ever giving someone a haircut, don't say uh-oh. <laughs> don't you ever say uh-oh. <laughs> but it grew on her and it grew on me. Yeah, I very much lucked out. Sometimes you can buzz your head and realize, what is this shape? You could be like Tyler One. Oh. Yeah. Mine's just, listen, they called me Mr. Clean when I was a baby. I got just a little round hit. Yeah. And actually, you wouldn't know this, but Papa La Flaga, shout out to one of our first 
legit homies. He hit us up on Instagram back when we were starting our podcast Instagram, and we're friends with him ever since. Love him to death. And if you're ever on Twitch, look up Papa LaFlaga. If you're on Instagram, he posts <gasps> Gundam stuff on and Instagram. True. Sorry, that's more, more important. His Instagram, lovely. He takes awesome pictures of Gundams. A little shout out for the, you know what? It's the, it's the one year episode. Of course, we're throwing that to the, to the homie. But he had started up a D&D thing with several people. And bless his heart, I did not. Sh- I only showed up like once because then we had our move. We had so much stuff going on. And I don't want to be that guy saying, oh, I had too much good. Because, yeah, you can make D&D happen. I know. Blah, 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 blah. But he started up a campaign and they actually have it. So now when I pop in here or there for some one-off stories that he likes to um, situate, I am Mr. Clean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a photoshopped image of Mr. Clean laying down, and it's my face on him. Like laying down, like draw me like one of your French girls laying down? (laughs) Kind of like that. It was like a billboard or whatever. So, hey, if you got something, lean into it. But yes, going back to what, I don't think it necessarily is the hair. That was a hard pivot. Sorry. I thought, no, I respect it. That was the cleanest drift I've ever seen on a dime, baby. We went off the rails. I'm trying to bring er, the car back like onto the road. She watches the Fast and the Furious 9 trailer once. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in Tokyo Drift, Um, which is, by the way, Tokyo Drift is the best Fast and Furious movie out of all of them. I'm any, sorry. Come at me if you want to say your no. It, listen, it is. Listen, any Fast and Furious that one deals with drifting and then two also has the front runner be the kid from Sling Blades starring Billy Bob Thornton. I like the way you talk. You never seen that one, right? <laughs> no. Billy Bob was wild in that movie, but this is a young kid from that and then he grew up and now he's drifting. Oh. Okay. And he's talking with a heavy Southern accent. This what you do with your cars? <laughs> Yeah, sit down. We're drifting. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, hey, let's get back to that. What about what about Sakyo? Oh, I just like him. He doesn't stick around, unfortunately, too long. Spoiler. Yeah, season two. You'll figure out about it. But we see pretty quick Sakyo. Mm-hmm. He's just in it for a good time. You he, want, he is Jabami Yumiko. Yeah, He's yeah. out here just gambling. But he knows. He's smart. Yeah, and we see him near the end of our arc of season one when they're trying when yusuke and the gang are gonna save yukina mm-hmm. he's betting that they're going to beat their ass <laughs> yeah he's betting against Tarukane. so in front of the black black club which talk about the weirdest name for an evil organization don't get me wrong we've heard some interesting ones psyche k we've got what's his name kaido kaido going up against the Dark Reunion. And we also have, what was the one that you said? Oh, the Saint Beast. The Saint Beast is also in Yu Yu Hakusho. It's like, maybe he was just having some writer's block that day. So he was just like, hmm, dark, dark. But I don't want to say dark, dark. Uh, Black, Black Club. Go for it. <laughs> Roll with it. <laughs> Print it. And he did. And he did. Yeah, and actually the Tagoros being introduced at the end of this season was pretty clutch. Especially in the way that they did it. With that little twist at the end, a little bit of a Terminator kind of deal where it's like, wait a second, they let Yusuke win, but that finishing move was slick. Kuwabara getting his sword ready, jumping at them, and they're like, he's too slow, he's always been too slow, and the spirit gun to his back, 
to push him forward. To push him forward. We just saw that same type of a thing happen in a show. Did we? Yeah. Another character basically did something to speed up the other one. So it's certainly become a thing. I hadn't really seen it too much before Yu Yu Hakusho, but I'm going to try and give Yu Yu Hakusho every single trick in the book of, yeah, I probably did that first. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, my favorite. So probably did it first. Yeah. I feel like we've definitely seen it, but it may have been on obviously more recent oh, animes. Tropes my, have to always start. Academia. Hawk oh, uses oh. his feathers to push Endeavor into. That's into the Nomu. The Nomu. Yeah. So that's where we just saw it. Oh, that's man. Look at your big brain over there. Thank you. Shout out Nomu. <laughs> my Hero Academia. Listen, I'm not saying I've lost interest. But I'm not really that excited, if I'm honest. I want to be. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad that the end is somewhat near. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Look at you. Hate her, not me. Hate her, <laughs> not me. I don't know. I just. Yeah. But, yeah. but last season ended and it was a fire. Absolutely. It was great. Last episode was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say anything because people might not be caught up. There's only two. I don't know when episodes come out, but we've watched the two that were released at the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I hope Deku can get his act together. The Maybe. dreams thing and him talking to the previous users, that whole thing is kind of getting me a little excited, though. Just knowing a little bit of the history of that. Okay, I lied. I'm somewhat excited. But that, it needs to cool. deliver. It needs to go away from its usual My Hero Academia self where it gives you a nugget and then goes an entire season of nothing and then gives you the, the it's a moldy shitty pie at the end. <laughs> but it was a cool moldy shitty pie. You know, like the fight was worth it, but it's like, oh, gross. What the heck? It's like you're eating a grape pie, but it has a bad aftertaste. Grape pie? Great. Oh. Is there such thing as grape pie? Ah. Uh... I feel like that'd be a really weird consistency. Right. Almost raisin pie. So maybe not. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's not. how you do it. I, okay. That's actually skeeving me. I don't want to talk about grape pie. Yeah. No, thanks. I don't want to eat a peanut butter and jelly in pie form. Hold well, on. Actually, Hold on a second. Wait a tick. <laughs> I think you found it. <laughs> All right. If that gets made, I don't know, just stamp a eye maw on top of it. <laughs> what? Just staring at you. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. So yeah, season one, it's a great setup for the rest of the show. I certainly wouldn't call it my, uh, I wouldn't call it my favorite season, but. Definitely not. But come on. The moments that we share in the beginning that I kind of touched on. It is a great the development. first season. Absolutely. The you get whole a, Genkai training thing. The training, you get great backstories. My biggest pet peeve with anime is they don't usually give me things to relate to, to fight for, for characters. Yeah. I love Kirito. Don't get me wrong, but he's OP out the gate. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you see Yusuke and he's always going to develop. All of our characters are always going to develop. PA is going to master, you haven't seen it yet, but Dragon of the Darkness Flame. Which we ain't even explaining that. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. You're going to see the scene. Just watch. Just, just watch the tournament arc. How many times do we got to tell you? 
It's been 50 <laughs> times if we've done this once every episode. <laughs> Which we have brought it up. If you were to flip a coin, most likely. Most likely. Now, I've got a question for you. Because mm-hmm. I had seen someone had posted this fan art with kind of like an updated art of Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, I don't know. That sound, I, I actually could have said, I could not have said that any worse. There was a picture that kind of modernized the art style of Yu Yu Hakusho. Do you, is there something to the classic 90s, that nice, like, crisp, almost kind of gritty anime look? Would I, you be upset if they redid it? Yes, I, I would. think so too. And you know what? The show, as you watch it, you realize how it evolves aesthetically. Mm-hmm. I think it might be the season uh, with Sensui when okay. we get to that part of the show. Sure. It gets very edgy. The lines are very harsh, like mm-hmm. very thick black lines. Yeah. And dramatic. And obviously that arc is very dramatic. So it makes sense. But there's something to this classic aesthetic, just like Dragon Ball Z, I think when you to the early Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Or even Dragon Ball that. And the bright colors, I think, work a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the fits. The fits are. They don't draw fits like this anymore. This is 90s. This is this is everything. Dude. Yusuke has the best looks. The white tee with the jeans, like it's the whitewash jeans. The kid's clean. Yeah. The, the street look with his green jacket. Yeah. Honestly, I want to throw out all my clothes and just go Yusuke. <laughs> just a white tee and jeans. That's it. Just put Yusuke on deck. And one last thing to kind of jump back to, and the, the reason I asked that whole, would you like an updated versus the old art style thing was actually in 2018. I think it was the 25th anniversary. Kind of, they did like two OVAs that came from different little chapters in the manga. We haven't watched them, but they've, we've wanted to. And then actually, I believe that they might be on Funimation now. I'm not sure. But one of them deals with how Karama and Hiei meet so if that is in fact true sign me up but seeing some little pictures and snippets from it i you know what they this is definitely a more modern art style and it looks pretty good we'll have to watch it and report back in episode two of Yu Yu show when will that be might you ask i ain't telling you nothing took me an entire year to do season one you got your mind just wait till we get to hunter hunter Holy. That's going to be a year's worth of episodes. (laughs) Right. And you know what's good is a soon to eventually release episode is going to be us talking Mugen Train because that hits theaters very soon. Next weekend? Yep. Yep. Ish? No. Maybe the following. I know it's this month. Yeah. It's the end of April. Exciting. Exciting. Can't believe how well that movie did in theaters. Yeah. So excited for it. There's such a weird shift in the shonen thing. We'd watched this. I wish I remembered the YouTuber's name because it was such a well done video. Was it Eyepatch Wolf? I was going to say we watch a lot of Super Eyepatch Wolf or Bonsai Pop. I don't watch any Bonsai Pop. Oh, so I it had to have been Super. No, probably. I, so it had to have been Super Eyepatch Wolf. But man, he does awesome year end reviews of kind of what was going on in shonen weekly and. So well done. Go check that out. I owe him nothing. He doesn't even know us. But it's certainly good videos to watch. 
He yeah. covers a lot of really great shows. Yes, he does. I think one of them might even be you have a show. He better not have. It's mine, Danielle. Unless it was Hunter Hunter. I know he's done either both or one of them. He our... better not have, Danielle. <laughs> Hunter Hunter is also mine. <laughs> it is mine. No one else can like it or talk about it. <laughs> that, and that's something I'd like to do an entire episode just talking about gatekeeping. You want to talk about one of the worst communities in the world, anime. This gatekeeping shit is insane. People love having, and we have opinions, and having opinions is great. But when you bully other people with mm -hmm. your opinions, you don't make it fun anymore. No. And you're watching cartoons. If someone says they like a certain cartoon more, don't say, well, that one was mediocre. Uh, technically, if you like that, you should. Like no, how about this? Watch your damn cartoon. Sit there. Eat your Pocky. <laughs> pretend that you know Japanese. Turn on the TV and just get to it. And I just want to throw a disclaimer out there for our audience. if. I or we ever diss a dub for a show. Not even that. Or a show you like. Or a show you like. That's just our humble opinion. And we respect and know that you have your own opinion. Which, going back to the gatekeeping, is what anime should all be about. Listen, the same politics. We all come together and we love something that's really awesome. Except for God of High School. <laughs> That show sucks ass. And if you like that, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Could you imagine? Whew. <laughs> and, and just like that, our first ever explicit episode <laughs> at episode 50. I wasn't saying that to you guys. That was a joke. It was Actually, a joke. it was a shout out to iDubs. He ended one of his episodes like that was too funny. We, watch, we fire that up sometimes if we just want a good laugh. And I'll tell you what. And I'm sorry if any of our mothers are listening to this point. They're not. If to, to, to get to 50 episodes and that's my first time saying fuck, it's kind of impressive. Usually Tom has to cut me because I'm the one swearing. Yeah, true. Well, we've finally done it. And just like that in a celebratory fashion, if you've made it here to even hear that, wow, impressed. But that's it for our 50th episode. Thank you so much to everyone who has listened. If you're new here, Please continue listening. We're going to keep trying to get better and better. And yeah, we're going to get some stuff wrong, but that's where our Discord comes in. You come over there, you yell at us, we laugh about it, and we have a good time. And with that, I'm done. I, I just want to go watch Yu Yu Hakusho, even though we have way too much stuff, so I can't watch it. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. It's, there's always time later for Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, we got it on DVD. Yeah, trust me, we still own DVDs, I know. <laughs> That's that. All right. Massive fan of you. People. And uh, yeah, hope you kind of like us too. So, Daniel, do you want to tell them goodbye? Or? <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs>